Edwin Diaz with his, what is called a, I, I don't know how this is a thing, a full thickness tear in the patellar tendon of his right knee. It's I don't brutal, know what that though. is. Do you know what they have to do? No. So they have to reattach the ligament Ugh. by by screwing holes oh. into the kneecap. No, thank you. And then oh. stretching it out and it has to heal. So <sighs> the, the timeline is nine months. It's yeah, just, he's done for the year most likely. Yeah. Five-year, $102 million contract. He's 28 years old. And this is what happens when you have these off-season tournaments, when you have even the you know the Olympics or a conversation, uh, NBA players playing in these pro-ams over the summer. We saw what happened to Chet, Chet Holmgren and his foot. It, it always becomes the conversation of, is it worth it? If you're trying to grow the game, Major League Baseball benefits. They want their stars to be out there. You want people around the world to be interested in your game. It's not about growing it just in the country anymore. The NFL is trying to grow internationally. The NBA has been doing that for a long time. So that's the case. That's that's what they're doing. Problem is, you get situations like this, and the Mets season has now been altered by just one moment. Oh, man, and it's it's a huge piece to then lose. It might be the most important piece uh, to lose. It. Your closer, obviously, there's not a lot of closers left on the market. You look around and you say, well, what do they do? Do they figure out some young gun to bring up? Mm-hmm. Do they f- figure out, like, take a short reliever and make them the closer? Do you just go, like, close by, like, committee? But here's another thing that I thought. So Brandon Nimmo came out the day before that game, and they asked him, why aren't you playing uh, for Team USA? Which I thought was hilarious because Brandon Nimmo, I don't think, is good enough to be on Team USA. But he said, listen, I want to win a World Series for Steve Cohen. He's invested a lot of money into us, and that is the expectation for our team. So I'm okay with some of my other teammates playing uh, for their countries, but me personally, I feel like the World Series is much more important than playing for uh, World Baseball Championships. And then the next day, Edwin Diaz tears his patella. So he spoke it into existence is what we're saying. Yeah, man. And and that's the thing. Like I like the concept, the World Baseball Classic. You couldn't pay me enough money to watch these no, games. I, I tried to the other, other night. It's the yeah. slowest no game pitch ever. clock. Yeah, oh, it's so, awful. It was like we're, I watched an hour and we were in the third by pitch clock so fast. And by the end of it, I was on NFL Game Pass watching games from 2013 again. But I mean, like Tristan said, problem. this is a huge loss, man. Like three and one last year with a 131 ERA. He had 32 saves and 35 opportunities, and he was a strikeout machine. 118 Ks in just 62 innings. Second All Star appearance. Like this is a really big deal especially before we even get into the season, and especially for a team like the Mets, who it seems like every year something goes wrong. It was DeGrom could never stay healthy, or DeGrom would be healthy the first half of the season and then would not be healthy for the postseason. They, like, went all in the last couple years. They're spending money, and now they lose him. I think what they end up doing is kind of what you said, Tristan, kind of going closer by committee to start the year. Maybe that some maybe later on in the year somebody's available at the deadline. Like, who would have thought Josh Hader would have been available at yep. the deadline last yep. year? But the Brewers were sellers for some reason, even though they were, at the time, leading the NL Central by a game and a half. He led Major League Baseball in saves. Right now, they have David Robertson, who he's does probably, have... Yeah, he's got that's 157 who I would expect to step saves, in right now right? would be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would expect him. He had 20 saves, actually, last year uh, for the Cubs and the Phillies. Yep. They have... Um, who else do they have? Brooks Raley, who had six saves for the Rays last season. So I think that's what they do, is kind of, like, try out different guys. Luckily, you are still in spring training first month of the season you could kind of work some dudes out but they may have to make a deal because that's huge missing them for the entire season i would think they will and the nationals used to do this all the time they can never get their bullpen figured out they would have different closers every other year and they would always make trades around the deadline and they'd bring somebody in as a rental for the rest of the year i would expect the mets to be in a closer market for the entire season a rent a player that they can have for the rest of the season and that's it 
and then you have Edwin Diaz back next year. That It makes sense for them, and it would work out. Mets are still plus 750 to win the World Series, though. Second shortest odds only behind Houston. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it with do the it. Mets. No way. You need a closer. A closer matters. I know I know how chalky they are, you guys, but I played the Padres, and I played them again just because, like, look at the rotation. Look at that bullpen. They have Josh Hader closing games out. And then where's the weakness in that lineup, one through nine? Trent Grisham, maybe, and he could be a 240. Yeah, he could be a good player. How chalky really is that, though, when you think about it? You're behind Houston, the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and you're tied with the Braves. I shouldn't say chalky. I just feel like the last three years, everybody's been either on the Padres in the National League or the Blue Jays in the American League. Like, these are the up-and-coming teams. And then last year, Tatis, we think he's finally coming back from the injury, and he's suspended for the rest of the year. But he's going to be ready to go right away, like like, a couple weeks into the season. He's able to come back. They were able to get the deal done with Machado, which I like, because now he's not going to be playing, like, pissed off. Um, you have Juan Soto. I keep forgetting that they have Juan Soto. Which yeah. I like to forget. I try to forget that he's He's probably going to win National League MVP, <laughs> and I forget he's even in that lineup. They re-upped with you, Darvish, who had a really good year last year. Yeah, I like the Padres a lot. The problem is they're in the same division as the Dodgers, who we know will win 100 games, and the Dodgers were way too quiet this offseason, which makes me think if somebody is available at the deadline, like an Otani, they're probably going to go all in. This was the quietest offseason we've had from the Dodgers in a long time, and they won 111 games last year. Yeah, and they lost guys like Justin Turner's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. I guess at some point you're going to stand pat. But, yeah, it's it, it's going to be really aggressive at the deadline, and you're going to see teams like the Mets, the Dodgers, and you know maybe the Braves. Maybe the Braves will be a part of that too. And you're going to see in the way the National League shapes out right now and the Padres, it's – there's an opportunity there for a lot of teams, I think, to try and be as aggressive as they possibly can at the deadline. But yeah. big blow for the Mets. I, I, but I just don't have—I don't have a problem with guys doing this. This is why you—you're doing this to grow the game around the world. Yeah. It's not—it's not necessarily even about American fans. It's about other fans around the country. Because does anybody in America care about Team Great Britain? Raise your hand in this room if you care about Team Great Britain. Cool unis. No but hands no. were raised. No hands were raised. Because no. nobody cares. It's about Major League Baseball and their stars playing for their country to then promote the game. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, and it's an exhibition, and you mm-hmm. risk injury. Like like you said, like we've seen this, the Chet Holmgren thing. We saw it with Paul George a couple of years ago, that devastating injury yeah. he had. Ugh, try to forget about that. But uh, And that was just a Team USA exhibition. That was nasty. And, that, and also, like basketball, the NBA, that's, damn it. Like Oral, sorry, Oral Roberts keeps going on like an 11-0 run, and then they can't get a stop. So no. it's driving me nuts. It's an 18-point game. We just Oral. had him down to 11. I thought we might we might be coming home for a cover. Oral keeps teasing you, and then but it just doesn't finish. The other thing really quickly about participating in this thing is the baseball season is already so long. It's 162 games. I know what you guys are doing over here. I didn't say a word. I'm trying to be professional and not throw my laptop at this wall right now. Get it together! I actually want to watch you just lose your mind at this. I just want to watch the game. <laughs> Do you want to take a minute off? No. We could just give you a second here? No. I'm I actually... 63-45, Duke over Oral Roberts. I was just going to say... There are people who exist that are obviously not us, mm-hmm. that I actually know and you guys know, mm-hmm. who always, no matter what's going on, always put a positive spin on it. Like we yep. were, ta- I was talking doing cross crosstalk, and this may actually not be true, but in this case, it is true. So we're doing the crosstalk thing, and Nick Costos is like, "Yeah, the best part about doing the show during March Madness is sweating out all these bets." And I was like thinking to myself. No, that's literally the worst part for me emotionally is when I'm trying to focus on a game, having to also focus on, 
uh, whether the Mets can go and get, I don't know, Rafael Montero from the Houston Astros. Which is a valid question, Tristan. Yeah. But who also, gives a damn right now also, when Auburn's only got yeah. four on Iowa? Exactly. And also, Nick's in Las Vegas. This is like when my wife calls me on like a rear off day on a Saturday and her friends are in town. She's like, oh, we're leaving brunch right now. We had mimosas. We're having a great day. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, Nathan just uh, decided to flush a towel down the toilet. <laughs> So, like, that's what I would compare that to. Of course, Knicks loves live betting the games. We got to race down the street just to live bet the games. Yeah, you can sit there the whole time betting. I got a guy with a sword trying to decapitate me just to bet, you know, Liola on the money line. I'm like, oh, man, I saw you on CBS this uh, last night. I think you were the man that they were looking for out in Northeast. I I don't want to run anywhere near out there all the way down the street to do any of that. I'd much rather be sitting, yeah, in Vegas where I could just bet it live right now. So, yeah, there is a big difference. And I'll be honest with you. The sweats are only fun occasionally. I'd rather know, oh, I got this in the bag right away. Yeah, yeah I would, hate sweats. I would much rather just sit here and go, I had Duke, and I'm good. I stayed away from this game because it was just too much back and forth, but I would rather mm-hmm. be in that position. A couple of sweats are fun. Where's like, Boise State at? Do we have them somewhere? On yeah, they're down TV? here. Down in the okay. corner. It's, just, it's a okay. progressive commercial. Don't worry. Right yeah, so you know. They're making a little bit of a run here. Saw right? that. Yeah. They're making a little run. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I'm just glad I have my voice back. We are, too. Yeah, we're happy for you. I'm going to be tuning into the Still show. You're going to be on WFAN this Saturday? WFAN every calling. Saturday. I'll be calling every Saturday. Preempted. Yep, Ryan from the Bronx. Benny from the Bronx. That's going to be my I'm name on there. I'm still Benny from the Bronx. Used to have a little, I'm now gonna I say, have a lot. say, Trista, the Packers, they're crazy. This Rodgers fella, he's 39 years old, and they think they're getting multiple first-round picks. Uh-uh. Give them a pack of hot dogs and an effing dirty muffin, and they'll like it. That's what I'll say. Well, if you want to see, say you're from up there, you got to say White Hots, though. Not what? hot dogs, white hots. That's what, have you ever had a white hot? I've had a red hot. It's similar. Uh, Ryan, yeah. you can come and get a chopped cheese with me. Hell yeah, chopped cheese. You do make chopped cheese sound me, really you, good. Mraz. So incredible. I'm in. I'm all in on the New York culture now. Mraz won't hang out with you, though. You insulted Yankees fans, so well, he's not going to hang And out I'm not going to go there with the Yankees. They have Anthony Rizzo, and I still can't do it with the Yankees. I know you can't. You've tried. The Jets times. are harmless. The Yankees, Yankees have won too much, Nick. You can't, you can't just root for the big guy. you got to root for the little guy. You know what I mean? So you yeah. root for my commanders now? I don't know. I'm trying to be positive, guys. I know you like, are. Oral Roberts is down 22. It's only points. 22. There's three and a half minutes to go. They've got a shot. I'm like, wow, six and a half was not enough. It's over. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bet more money during the break on Penn State. Not as a chase. I already like Penn State, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't want to get home and see this loss in my in my slips. In your loss bracket. Well, it's going to be there no matter what. That game is at ten. Worry. That Penn State game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is brutal, though. I mean. Oral Roberts just gets absolutely demolished. Duke looks really good, though. Yeah, they do. They look really good. Which we knew coming into the tournament, yet yeah. still faded them. Hmm. Oral Roberts just blew it for you tonight. I mean, it's just not good, Nick. <laughs> it's the worst. Not good. All right, we got Boise State making a little bit of a comeback, though. 46-42, 15-15 to go in the second half, guys. How about some live bets? I'm going to live bet Boise State on the money line. They're winning this game. What's the number? They are right now two-and-a-half-point dogs, plus 140 we could get. I like that. Trista, bad news for your Kings. Kevin Herter hurt his uh, hamstring against the Nets tonight. MRI on Friday. Not good. Addition by subtraction. No. Oh, man, you need that shooting. I'm kidding. You need that shooting. They can't stop anybody. We talked about this. They can't stop anybody, so then you got to keep scoring. You just got to get put up 150 every single game. Auburn's now up 70 to 62. Make yeah. that, that go. Yeah, 70 62 uh, on Iowa. So they're starting to just Iowa away just a little bit. Iowa. Just a little bit here. Ayahuasca, yes. Uh, Northwestern up 48 42 on Boise State. 
Couple more hours to go. A lot, lot of uh, probably just you getting mad. I think that's the best part of the show. It's Damn it. Gem the night. <laughs>